blessing us in such a special way. The singing of the songs, the communion, the dedication of Ethan. We pray that at this time, Lord, you take us into your hand and and we pray in the name of Jesus that we will hear from God. We'll hear from you. We need unction from above. Nothing of self to be seen because there's nothing that we can do without you. Everything that we do or say would be futile completely without the presence of God. Accept your thanks and bless your word to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, be seated. I believe that um, I've preached this message to you before. Well, not all of you because I was directed to preach this message again because the last time I preached it, I, I really didn't get through it. I just had to cut it up. I can't remember if when Jim was here, but I was given the time to, you know, to cut off and things like that. And as far as I know, when we come on this sacred platform to preach God's word, there shouldn't be any restrictions. Amen? Come on, there shouldn't be any restrictions. I know we have a time to cut off at one o'clock or whatever, but the Holy Spirit, if you believe in the Holy Spirit at all, it takes over at times, amen? The, the topic of this message is growing in grace. I'd like you to take these points. I may not be able to go through all the points completely, but I like you for your own benefit. I like you to take these points. Growing in grace towards spiritual excellence. Did you get that? Come on. Growing in grace towards spiritual excellence. Okay? I'm glad that my daughter is here with us today. Stand, stand up for for those who don't. Because we're talking about growing, we're talking about getting on. Do you know that I taught her to play the guitar? You don't know that, do you? <laughs> but, say that. I, I taught her to play the guitar, and another son that's in America, who's he and Lemuel used to come up as youngsters playing together um, with the acoustic, like, you know. And I, I bought her first um, electric guitar. But <laughs> she didn't stay there, did she? She went down to outsell the Excel dad, yeah? Uh, when, when they start playing bar chords and stuff like that, I don't know what they were talking about. <laughs> It may sound jovial, but this is a very serious and deep message. So, okay, so don't get carried away. <laughs> Not only that, now we dedicated Ethan today to God, right? A year from now, come on, listen to me carefully. A year from now, and that baby was doing nothing else but it did today, do you think that the parents would have some concern? Come on, answer me, folks. Well, I would, as a parent, if, if I had a baby and a year after it was still crawling and what have you, 
I would have some concerns. Amen? Yes, Amen? You see where I'm going? Let's talk about the natural things first because the natural, you, uh, as someone said, as it is in the natural, so is the spiritual, right? When we think about professions, right? If you're a nurse here today, or a teacher, or a builder, whatever profession, you didn't get there by chance. You get there by hard work. Yeah? If, you, if you're a teacher today, you, at first, you started out, and, and don't try to tell me different because I know better than that. You started out as, as a, you know, down there. But you didn't stay down there. You, you rise, did you? You rise up. Uh, we, have, we have some nurses. I, I know for sure that there were some nurses who decided to stay at um, one stage, like, you know, enroll, enroll nurses, right? But then, and, and, and they were satisfied to stay there. But then there were those... I don't know if you're a nurse here today, but you, you can tell me if I'm wrong. They're those who went on to be state registered nurses. Am I right, folk? Well, if you don't know, that's all right. But that, that's how it is, right? And then there are those who went on to do midwifery, things like that. Um, why, why, why we want to be everything in this world, you know, we, we, every, every profession or trade or whatever, we, we want to go higher, don't we? We don't want to stay there. I often say that my wife is, is, a, is a designer, but she, she wasn't always a designer, was she? she I think she's honest, she's telling you, the time when she first started, she probably just had to be pulling up base threads and things like that, okay? But she didn't stay there. And if you want to proceed, if you, if you want to get anywhere, you don't get there by daydreaming. You've you got to do some work. You've got to get up and work, yeah? I mean, I could, uh, there, there are a lot of things that I could cover, but it, it's going to take all day long. So we, we just have to do the th hit the ones that is, is, is necessary for us as a church and for as a people, and for youngsters as well. In, in 2 Peter 3, verses 17 through 18, let's, let's look at that scripture and see what it said to us. Take the scripture down because you can go over it anytime you want to, you know. What did it say? Second Peter, let's get it. You say Second Peter. I did I say seventeen to eighteen? Yeah. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things, things that were said before. If you read the the um, previous verses, yeah, you'll find what uh, Peter was trying to say. Let's, let 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 us also be in the let, let's 
ye also being led away with the error of the wicked fall from your own steadfastness, but go in grace. Well, we know that God's, the grace is, is God's unmerited favor. We don't, we don't do a thing to gain God's grace. Amen? We can't. There's nothing we can produce to gain the grace of God. He just gives it to us freely. And it is said that um, the grace of God is something that we don't earn. He just gives it to us. But Peter is saying, go in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, in, 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 um, in Luke uh, verse two and verse, chapter 2 sorry, and verse 52, notice we say that Jesus is our great example and pattern. Well, well he, didn't, he didn't remain a babe in the manger all, all of his life. Luke 2.52 said, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Right? So that means that Jesus, if he's a great example and he saw it necessary to, to, to grow, or it happened to him that he grew from one stage to the other, it means that we as, as a fine out, fine out Christian people, we, we must see it necessary to do the same. If not, we're going to just remain down there. Let me tell you about, I know some of these things may seem jovial, but um, if, if you look into the words, it's very serious. At home in Barbados, I came from an island called Barbados, for those of you who don't know. But we had a class they called special, right? That special class, it, it, it didn't mean that it was, was greater than anyone else, any other class. It simply meant, it, listen to me, it, it simply meant that all those who were numbskulls were placed in that place. Why to call it special, I don't know, but all of those dunces, people who were dunces, you know what I mean when I use those terms. So, <laughs> when, they, when they were unlearned or whatever, you know, they, they, they throw them into this class. And, and some of the kids used to make fun and say, oh, you know, who, and calling girls or boys by name, they, they, you know, that person was especially, put them in special. You, we think that that wasn't a laugh, you know. Those, those folk used to feel very, very embarrassed, right? Because they didn't know. They didn't know. I also learned, uh, and, and youngsters, uh, this is a long time ago, right? I'll leave you to guess my age, but this was a long, long time ago. I went to school, you know, and, and uh, <clears throat> when I did go, go to school in those days, um, we had to learn English grammar and stuff like that, which today some of, some of these youngsters are lost, right? And I, I, I learned about, about three different degrees, yeah? Notice I'm talking about moving further up the ladder. I, I'm talking about growing in grace. 
I'm talking about getting on with your Christian life from one stage to the other. And those three, those three degrees, uh, it was said that those three degrees, if I remember rightly, it was positive, comparative, and superlative. You get that? Positive, comparative, comparative, sorry, and superlative. It meant good, better, best. That's what those words mean, okay? You may think that I'm trying to teach you something. Maybe you know about what I'm talking about. But this is only to bring out the fact that as a Christian, we, we don't stay at one stage all the time. We, we, we need to move on with God. You know, we need to get further in the things of God. I prepared about four different points uh, that will stop or hinder spiritual growth, right? You can go through those things um, when you get some time and, um, and see for yourself what I'm talking about. Because like I said, I may not be able to cover everything. And first and foremost... I like to realize. I like you to realize. Number one, uh, Jerry, can you can you put? Do you have those points? Can you put? I'd like people to see it if you can, if, if you don't mind, um, because I may say they may miss it. But if it's up there, they they can even take it off. Okay. And number one is neglecting the reading. Of God's word, you hear that? I'm talking about I'm talking about hindrances to growth. Yeah, hindrances to growth. Number one is neglecting the reading of God's word, and also and pray. Yeah. Psalm one one nine, verse nine. And then verse 105. I want you to follow these scriptures because I want you to see the sense in what I'm trying to say. Yeah? Psalm 119 and verse 9. It says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. And Psalm, the same Psalm 119, verse 105, he says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I'm talking about going in the grace of God, or growing in favor of God, yeah, toward spiritual excellence. I'm sure that as students or whatever, even if you're not a student, you understand the dictionary would give you an idea of what um, excellence is, yeah? You know what it means to excel, don't you? 
every, every boy wants to, uh, if you're learning to be a cricketer, a footballer, or whatever, you want to be better, don't you? Oh, yeah, everyone wants to be. You, you hear about great footballers and people like that, you know, like um, Kevin Keegan and, and, and uh, the more recently, you, you guys who follow football, you know about that more than I do. But you know that if you're planning or aiming to be a footballer, you want to be one, you want to be like one of these great guys, yeah? So we're talking about excelling, yeah? I've always wondered why we want to excel in our trade. We want to excel in our profession. We want to excel in whatever. Wouldn't it be a good thing if you wanted to be the best Christian ever? Oh, come on, folk. Wouldn't it be a good thing if you wanted to be the best Christian ever? Do you always want to talk about Paul and Peter and more recently people, some of the reformers that we read about? What about you? What about you as a person? Oh, my God. I've always wondered why people love to talk. It's, it's nice to talk about if you have a good brother or sister or preacher. It's well and good to talk about them. But quite frankly, you, you know, John, you, you know this, this guy, Ron Cannoli, is a, a very good worship leader, things like that, if you've been following that kind of thing. And... Uh, he reminded people when Jesus was going through a certain place and the disciples start shouting and people start cheering and every kind of thing. And, and the folk were saying, Master, bid these people sh to shut up. You know what Jesus said to them? He said, if they shut up, the stones will cry out. Oh my God. Come on, folk. I wish we had somebody today who would shout to the top of their voice about the goodness and the grace of Almighty God. Amen. And you know what Ron said? Ron said, I'm not going to have any stones crying out in my place. Come on, folk. He said, I'm not going to have any stones crying out in my place. No way. God has given me a voice. God has given me life. Oh my, do you know that we have people today, not only that they can't see, they, they, can't, they have to be, oh, I, I wish I could put it over the way I feel it in my bones. My wife would tell you that every time, I don't know for whatever reason, every time that I have to preach a message, something always happens. Yesterday, I got up and you know the, what you call sciatica? Yeah, you've had it before. Man, when it gets you, it really gets you. And I never said, God, I've got this message to preach, and I'm going to preach it, whatever. Yeah. And I, I, was, I was hopping along like this because, because of that sciatic pain. And I prayed to Almighty God, it's, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I can jump it. I can jump it. <laughs> it's gone, brother. It's gone. I said, man, you know why? No, I said, if you don't read the word of God, you don't know what it says. And there's some things in there 
beloved friend, that you need to know <laughs> in God's word. But if you don't read it, how are you going to know it? Not only that, I must, I must go on. <laughs> Evil companions, or company, or communications will hinder your spiritual growth. The old folk used to always get on your back and say, remember this name, you know, this, you have a, a particular name in a certain district. It doesn't necessarily have, I'm holder, but it doesn't necessarily have to be holder. It could be Hinkson, it could be Mary's, it could be Prime, it could be whatever. But they, they always remind of who you are and, and warn you about the company that you keep. Anybody here like that today? Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, and I want you to turn to these scriptures to prove it for yourself, that what I'm saying is not just fake. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 33. Yeah? You have it there? It's there on the screen. Read it for yourself. Be not deceived. Don't be sidetracked. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Sorry, my nose. All right. Then he went on to say, "Erect righteousness and sin not," or some of. Not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. But the first, the first one, the first word. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt. Didn't matter. Didn't matter how good you feel about yourself. Didn't matter how far you want to go. And you don't keep in line with God's word, as I said. You're going to be in real trouble. Not because I so, not because I say so, but because God says so. Yeah, yeah. Take a note of that. Not because I say, but because God said. Evil communication. You know, some people don't have a good word to tell you about. They get on the phone, and from the time they get on the phone, they're tearing somebody apart. You you don't get on like that, my friends. You don't get anywhere in God like like that. From the time they pick that phone up. Right? They, they don't have a good word to tell you. And, and it's always negative stuff. And all this stuff that you quote negatively, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. The other thing is, notice I'm talking about those things that will hinder you in your spiritual growth. You'd be like a, a spiritual dwarf. And you know what a dwarf is. If, if, if you don't stick to the, the word of God and not only to read it, but to obey it. Yeah? Okay? The third one is the love of the world. 
Bear with me for God's sake because we have people today who they pretend that they don't know what the love of the world is. But every, every fashion and everything that come along, they want to be engaged in. Now, if, if you want to be like that, it's okay. I, I don't have a problem with that because you can't make me into you. No way. I never try not in my life to make her into me or anybody else because we're all individuals. Yeah? But if you want to practice everything, when I, when I talk about the world, we, we talk about the system, Right? Okay, we're not speaking about this around us because Christ said, if if it was that like just like that, then He'll have to take us out. He'll have to take us. But we must live here. We must rub shoulder to shoulder with people who don't believe God. We must rub shoulder to shoulder with people who don't care anything about what you care about, for instance. But that don't change you, does it? I should. The other thing is that if we want to practice everything that the system comes up with, then, and people see that, whether it's your neighbor, friend or foe, what, what do you want to come to church for? You, you tell me. If, 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 oh my God, if, if somebody can, <laughs> you can, you can do whatever, and, and the person sees you doing it. You tell me that Jesus would go anywhere and, and preach or what have you. So in like manner was saying, I could go to the pub, I could do this. Evil communications corrupt good marriage. Yeah? I want you to realize that we... we we are told to shun the very appearance of evil. The very appearance. Now, you can't stop people from talking, no matter who you are, or no matter what you know. You can't, you can't stop people from talking, whether it's about you or the church. Some people leave church because they say, well, you know, I don't get anything from there. That's brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so is a hypocrite. You can't tell God that because you're responsible. The same Paul said, so every one of us must give an account to God for himself. Not for your brother, not for your sister, not for your husband, not for your wife. I couldn't care who it is. You must give an account to God for yourself. But if you are not reading God's words, you know, the word tells us, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. <laughs> Love not the world, nor the things of the world, because all that's in the world is what? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of the world. But and he said, the world is passing away, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Forever. Love of the world. 
last but not by, I mean, there are others that we could quote, but I, I choose these four, and um, there are others you could probably find for yourself that would hinder you, and you, as a person, you know what would hinder you from walking with the Lord and, and growing uh, spiritually. Now, um, I would hope that you're much further up the road this year than you were last year. Yeah? Come on, friends. I would hope that a year ago, when you were a little babe or whatever, because we can be babes either by youth or even old age, you old, old age, you can be a youth, you could be a young Christian, um, but in, in, in the spiritual sense, okay? But I would hope that by the grace of God, every day of your life, you'd want to be moving up the ladder. One songwriter said, deeper, deeper in the love of Jesus, daily let me grow. Higher, higher in the school of wisdom, wisdom, let me fruitful grow. Is that your desire this morning, friends, to, be, to, to, to move on, to be higher in God? Well, another writer said, I have been raised from a sinner's place and often have experienced God's grace. And then he went on to say in the course, let me learn the deeper things of God. Oh, let me learn the deeper things of God. Do you want to be there today? Or you want to be like a deep person, you know, I remember in the old days, going back, you can't forget the old days. People used to write the testimony out, what they want to say, like, you know, and, and things like that. Or when people were praying, you, you copy them in it. You, you, you copy them. But after a while, you decide, well, that, that kind of praying is not for me, that whatever. So you... So you you move on. Earlier on, I spoke about the baby dedicated, and, and if the parents said, look, um, uh, a year later and see that baby. If you have a baby, and you, you know, there are stages, right? You, you're creeping. Yeah. And a year from now, they're still creeping. And, and another year from now, you're still creeping. Two years, you're still creeping. You're not standing or walking. You're going to run to the doctor real fast. Because, no, this not, you decide, this is not how this should be. And like I said, uh, we call, some things we call the, the, impression, the impressionary years. Yeah? Yeah, which, where, where they're young and they copy mom, they copy dad. Yeah, things like that. Those of you who are parents, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah? But you can't go on copying all the time, all the days of your life. In school, we had people who, who copied, you know. That, that, oh, my God. I was always a bright fellow in school, to be honest. And I'm not, I'm not kidding you. That's the truth. And I got into trouble once because I, I believe it was wicked. Because I only realized how wicked it was after I became a Christian because I, I, I wrote down some psalms. And this guy was 
you know, you're that's there. He's looking over the shoulder, my shoulder. And I was so wicked because I didn't know the Lord. I wasn't a Christian. I, I wrote about those wrong songs quickly and write down the right ones. When, you know, in those days, you had to go and stand before your teacher. Uh, when, when I went up, he went up, I think he, he went up first. And, and the teacher, what, 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 those guys used to really beat you. <laughs> you youngsters, you haven't seen anything. <laughs> those guys used to really beat you. And he, he beat that boy badly. I went up then, and I got all my sums right. So he was a bigger fellow than I, you know, he was a bigger fellow than me. <laughs> Could you imagine what happened? When I, when I came down, the teacher beat him. And he said, I didn't get beat. He kept pushing out. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. Going to school pastor, you had fights and stuff like that. I'm going to beat you, man, because you make me get. I said, but you copy, you, you, when you copy sums, you don't, the teacher said, well, how do we get this answer? You can't tell him how. You can't, can you? Come on, folk, you can't. He said, he, he said how do you work out this percentage? So it's not good copying. We have, some, we have some real good copycats as Christian in church. Come on, friends. Don't get, ve- don't get vexed with me now, but we have real copycats, even in church. You want to have your own experience about God and the things of God. If not, one of these days, you're going to fall down flat. I'm not telling you these things to put you down. No way. I'm telling you all this to help you up. I decided I'm going to stay at this little church regardless of what happened because I want to see it grow. I want to see this church grow and grow for God's glory. Last, but by no means least. And I hope you got all these and you go through them yourself to help you, not me. A carnal mind. A carnal mind will hinder you from going spiritually. Did you, did you hear me? Yes. You, you know what it means to have a carnal mind? The, the carnality and Christianity or godliness, they're not in the same bucket. You know. You know. If, if, if uh, the carnal man cannot discern the things of God, no, he can't please the carnal man can't please God. No way. I didn't matter what what you know. I didn't matter what college or seminar you went to. I could uh, I could say a lot about me, but I, if you notice, I I don't take the time to to to, to do that. I I could do, but the fact is, didn't matter what. You know, whether, whether in, in the technological field or whatever field, and you know, first and foremost, you must know Christ personally. You must have a personal knowledge of God. Hear what Peter said. Coming down, because we were a bit behind. 
this morning starting up and things like that. First Corinthians three verses one through four. Look at that scripture. First Corinthians three. I said a carnal mind will hinder your spiritual growth. First Corinthians chapter three. Verse 1 to 4. It's on the screen. Jerry, you have it up there? Right. Look up there for yourself. See what it says. What did it say? Paul, in speaking to the church at Corinth, he said, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I, I really don't want to put anyone on the spot or anything like that. that that's, that's not my line. Whatever I say I do is, is to help you as God's people. But we do have, in, the, in that time, Some were saying, I'm a Paul, I'm an Apollos. What? <laughs> the apostles say, who are these guys? They, they're, just, they're just men. I mean, who's Paul? Who's Apollos? We have a way of having preferred speakers. And you know what I'm talking about. Don't try to convince me otherwise that you don't know because you know as well as I do you have particular speakers or preachers that you like to hear. Amen? Yeah, come on. That's the truth. You have certain people talk about Joel Austin and, and, and T.D. Jakes and different people. I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with you liking to hear somebody more than to hear me. But after you've done that, what are you doing with yourself? Come on, friends. These are questions that I want you to ask yourself. After you've praised T.D. up, after you've praised Joel Austin and, and Bishop Francis and Bishop this and Bishop the next, you call it. After you've done that, what happens to you? The... the does the thing, do the things that they say help you any? Does it help you to get any further up the road? May God bless you really good, you know. I'm finished because I believe that I've said enough. I believe that God wants you to hear his word and not only to hear it, but to obey it. Yeah, because listen to what James said. James said, be doers of the word and not hearers only. My wife, have, have, I mean, have heard me say it umpteen times, and I will say it again and again. It is not what you hear. It is what you do with what you hear. You hear me? It's not what you hear. It's what you do with what you hear. You could hear the best of sermons and still go here, go here being a devil. That's my way of Sorry for whether 
God wants me to stop here, and I trust that by doing so, what you have heard today may help you in one way or the other. May the Lord bless you richly. Amen. Father, we give you thanks and praise for all that you have done for us, all that you're doing, and all that you promised to do. We give you the glory, we give you the praise, we give you the honor. Thank you for your word, Lord, which means so much to us. Yes, Lord, we want to grow. We want to grow. We want to grow. We want to grow higher and we will get deeper in the things of God and the love of God. We pray that you'll give us what it takes this morning. There are those of us who perhaps are feeling a certain way because of our past and we can't find it easy to forgive ourselves. Please forgive us today, Lord, for the lack of our faith and help us, my God, to be all that you have us to be. In Jesus' name. Listen, sorry, I must say this. I had in mind to say, sometimes we can't forgive ourselves, and that will hinder us going as well. We, we can't forgive ourselves for some things that we've done, and, and we keep, we, you know, keep. And Satan is good. Yeah, listen to this. Satan is a good reminder, not of good things, but he reminds you. He calls things to surface sometimes. That's the last thing you want to hear or whatever. But Satan is good at that. Let me tell you about a man that was a great reformer. In closing, I, I know I've, I've said praying that, but I think this may help somebody. Martin Luther, you know, the German, eh? um, the great philosopher Martin Luther. He dreamed once that the enemy, Satan, brought some stuff to him, yeah? Pointing out to him his past life, all of the things that he committed. Luther said, is there anything else? Oh yes, the devil said, oh yeah. Any more? Oh yes, Satan always have stuff that he could bring up, you know, I think he can anyway. And you know what Luther said? He said, you finish? Take now a red pen and write across all those things that you brought up against me. The blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, folk. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.